Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. right ladies and gentlemen it is commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy yeah justin copying the jester of the night filling in perfectly for season two we do appreciate it speaking of i before we start out just uh, it's a little we don't see our boys in here tonight Jester and Nick are still on summer vacation. They couldn't even be here for the season. Can you believe that, Justin? It doesn't matter, though. We got the dynamic deal in the house. Let's welcome to the studio Justin Herrera. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, you know, the guys got to take a break. I understand. But the starters are always here. They're always ready to go. And we love you, Freddie. We love you, Nick. And guess what? It's TSS Fantasy. I'm going to steal your line, Freddie. And that's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is tonight, indeed. We have a big show for you tonight, indeed. We have coach, legendary coach, excuse me, Mike Westoff in the house tonight. He'll be talking about his upcoming book and some NFL stuff. It'll be a great interview. Can't wait to have that. We're also going to start off the show with a little bit of news and notes, and we finish with our QB rankings. But I'd be aphorous to stay. We have a lot of things to bring up in the TSS Fantasy world. Let me start by saying, go to our new TSSFantasy.com, new and improved, all new graphics, all new looks, all new things, including we have up, we'll have a commercial on it tonight. We will do a show on your fantasy league Go check that out, tssfantasy.com. Get signed up. We got details on that, so make sure you go check that out. So, so many things, like I said, I just I can't even remember them all, Justin, to be quite frank. But here's something that's cool, too. If you go to our YouTube, and if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Or if you're watching somewhere else, go to our YouTube, hit subscribe. You know why? 
because we are the fantasy show of the people, and we are offering you a Justin Jefferson signed jersey. Oh, my goodness. I think Justin has it out. Justin has the Justin Jefferson jersey. It's sitting right nice there for you waiting. All you got to do is subscribe. Hit that subscribe button or go to YouTube right now. Get subscribed to us today. We want to give you that Justin Jefferson jersey. That's that beautiful signature right there by our boys at Pristine Auction. We're delivering, boys. We're delivering. We're delivering a big-time wide receiver, the wide receiver number one for most. That's right. We ain't delivering with some old Michael Vick or some, you know, nobody. We went all out for the people because we are the fantasy show of the people. Fred, I'm going to steal your line. That is what it is. Indeed, Justin. Good call. Um, for Good call there. Indeed, Justin Jefferson waiting for you. Subscribe. It's all you got to do. Also, when you go to TSS Fantasy, you'll see we have a new section called the Roundtable. Um, kind of going off our Knights logo. Be a night or be a night of the Roundtable. Exclusive articles, exclusive rankings, exclusive shows. Lots of cool things on there. Become a knight. Be knighted today. We'll have a commercial at some point. I got to get a king involved and make it really cool. But become a member of the Knights table. Go check that out. Excuse me, the round table. Go check that out again. All at tssfantasy.com as well. Also, we have partnered up this year with Underdog Fantasy. Go sign up today. Underdog, Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We will double your deposit up to $100, we're going to have a lot of contests on there this year, guys. And I don't just mean for money. Yeah, of course, the money's good. We're going to have that on there. We're going to have some extra little surprises in there for you as well, including tickets, two of them. Come with us. Go to Miami. Have a great experience. See the Miami versus Jets game. Why not? It'll be lots of fun with the TSS crew. Lots of little packages added to them. They're going to be pick them contests. We're going to have daily ranking contests. We're going to have fantasy uh, leagues. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. So get signed up now. Use the promo code TSS. We will double your deposit. Don't forget, don't forget to do that today because, again, you don't want to miss out on that. Also, we did partner up with Gatorland. I did want to announce that as well. So that's something big coming for TSS. Going to have some giveaways um, with the alligator capital of the world, Justin. Are you excited about that or what? Oh, man, I can't wait, man. I, you got me all over here. I'm like, oh, man, how can I join into this? You got tickets. You got a Justin Jefferson jersey. You got Gatorland tickets. Guys, just go sign up. It's real damn easy, man. All you got to do is sign up. We're not even asking you to pay us or anything. Just go sign up, and guess what? You get entered in all these type of giveaways and you get to have some cool experiences, get some cool gear, and get to hang out with some cool-ass people. Indeed. Cool-ass people is what? Indeed. Because we are the fantasy show of the people. Guys, guess what we're going to do this summer, too? We're going to take you with us on summer vacation. We're going to be hitting up all the NFL cities, pretend, but we're going to be hitting them up. Every single one of them, we're going to have guests in from each city talking about their teams. We're going to play some games. We're going to do talking about fantasy outlooks for each specific player. Lots of cool things coming up this summer. We're going to start Monday, Philadelphia. We're going to start with the NFC East next week, so Philly will be the spot. We're going to talk. We're going to have our legal eagle in, and we're going to have some of the 
podcast from the um, excuse me from the Philadelphia Eagle organization on as well. Um, Santa booed first is one of them. Um, and the gauntlet continues. That was the other one as well. So we're going to have lots of guests all week long. Lots of fun stuff coming up. Don't want to miss it. And don't forget later, we're going to have Coach Westoff on as well. Let's get started, though, Justin, because I finally got through all that. It took about eight minutes to get all the promos done. Now we're done with all that. Let's take a breath. Let's start talking about what we want to talk about. Some news. Sir. A lot of stuff in the news lately, legally speaking. However, we're going to talk about that on Monday. Our legal eagle is going to be on Mary Jane Cooper Esquire. She's going to come in for a sidebar. We got Deshaun Watson news. We got Roger Goodell news. All kind of legal stuff coming up. So we definitely want to talk about that. Plus Alvin Kamara's situation also. Want to get the latest on that. So make sure you check that out on Monday. So we'll start here with some somber news. The passing of Marion Barber. Just want to give a, a quick condolences to the Barber family. Um, sad to hear of his passing. Still a young man um, and sad to hear. Um, as I still understood it, um, causes unknown. Um, again, just a sad story all the way around. Um, Justin, I don't know if you have any thoughts on Marion Barber. Yeah, no, 100% condolences. I remember the year that he was drafted. He was drafted in the late first round, and he had a very productive career. Um, just... It's a sad day when you have to, you know, talk about the death of somebody that you grew up watching. You know, what I mean, uh, he was a cowboy, but I was always kind of rooting for him because I always love those like underdog guys that that make it into the first round and have good careers. So, you know what? Um, like you said, all condolences to the Barber family, and um, yeah, sorry about the passing. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's go on to some non-somber news, and let's now something that we missed out on, didn't get to talk about with the crew here. Thank man, it feels good to be home. By the way, let's talk about the NFL schedule release. So many good morsels on there. But at, I was talking pregame, Justin. What are you? Are you bringing up a 49er game? We're going to talk about because I I asked for a good game, and you literally said before we started you want to talk about Niners games. Please tell me one good one on your schedule. Well, so I know you're not used to being like happy during season because you're a Dolphins fan. <laughs> but as minor fans, we enjoy our season because we know we're gonna get to go to these all these cool stadiums. And me, I'm a traveling Niners fan, so I always love to go to these nice like venues and check out these places. So I know I'm going to North Carolina this year to Charlotte, North Carolina, but that's not the game I'm the most looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Las Vegas, no, January 1st, <laughs> New Year's. Guess what, Coop? As of right now, they are the most expensive bleacher seats of all time. <laughs> this is a record game. If you've ever been a fan of the Bay Area you know, rivalry, what it was, Oakland and San Francisco, I grew up in the Bay Area when that was happening. I grew up in an Oakland Raiders household. And I was a 49ers fan, so I've been getting shit my entire life. <laughs> but this is going to be one of the best games of the year. Top it off with Devontae Adams is now there. Devontae Adams has made a career of making the 49ers' lives miserable. Now he gets to do it without Aaron Rodgers. You know, the 49ers are coming in loaded. Trey Lance is about to be slinging it. 
and winning MVPs for the next 10 years. So let's go New Year's. Everybody out there that is from San Francisco, Oakland, Las Vegas, you already know what it is. It's going to be a party, and there might be a little fight or two, but, you know, guess what? Keep it cordial. You know, keep it at the tables, guys. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's keep <laughs> – let's let's bring everybody on the West Coast back to the East Coast for a minute, just for a minute. Let's go. You, you're on New Year's Day, right? Let me go back a minute. Let's go to Christmas Day. Let's go to Christmas Day in a, a not-so – not so Christmas type city with America's team, the Miami Dolphins, welcoming in Aaron Rodgers. I'll have Aaron Rodgers fantasies to watch against the Miami Dolphins. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Um, again, NFC kind of weak this year. So, regardless of Aaron Rodgers not having a plethora of targets, the Green Bay Packers will be relevant to NFC. Say what you want to. They will definitely be up there in the playoff hunt. And, of course, America's team is definitely going to be in there. Not sure where in that pecking order yet because you got to see how it all puts together. But I like this big matchup later on in the season. Justin, you got another one you want to talk about? I hope it's um, not a nighter one. Um, like I said, I- I'm looking forward to the, the Carolina game. I'm also looking forward to I'm a 49er fan. <laughs> if you want me to talk about a different game, let's talk about week one. Let's talk about the Rams and the Bills, man. Like, let's face it. Like, that's it. Like, he's, we were talking about this beforehand. That was a Super Bowl matchup, right? That could have been it. So, you talk about two really good teams on both sides of the ball playing each other. Josh Allen's going to have to go against Aaron Donald. Matthew Stafford on the other side's got Trey White to worry about. Let's freaking go. Let's make these heavy hitters knock it out in the first round. Like, th- this is a matchup you should be excited about to the level of what Mahomes versus Goff was a couple years back. You remember that game? Uh, yeah. They just kept scoring on each other. Just like nobody could really pull ahead. And at the end, Goff takes it. And you're just like, whoa. Like, I, I, you know how I remember that? Tyreek Hill was exploding on my fantasy <laughs> roster. <laughs> See, I don't. I see this matchup in the beginning of the season. It seems like they're always just trying to, you know, feel their way through, uh, you know, that first few weeks and training camp. So I, I'm not sure, but it's possible it could work the opposite direction where their defense is struggling um, because they're working their way through. So you might be right on that. Might hit the nail on the head. Shows how much study you've done of the NFL schedule. That's for sure. It's very impressive. Let's talk about the week seventeen. We all know that's the most exciting part of fantasy football: the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about i got another good one for you we're going back to the buffalo bills because nobody circles those wagons how about week 17 last week of the season could they or couldn't have everything wrapped up but they're playing the Bengals. so guess what might have something to play for in this one um good matchup here obviously you got the afc contender from last year going against the afc team that should have been the contender from last year. So I like this matchup a lot. Um, I can go through the weeks, though, for you, Justin. Let's talk about a couple of the matchups that are good, decent along the schedule. Uh, let's go to week seven, all right? Deshaun Watson, now let's say he – we're going to talk about this a little more next week. But let's say he gets a six-game suspension, right? All right, well, let's go to week seven, then. Let's go to when he does return, if that's the case, at – Baltimore. Ooh, 
we, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Gotta like this matchup between the two. AFC North could get a little nasty indeed. Like this matchup. What do you think of that? The visual matchups are always exciting because they're just always hard-hitting defensive affairs. And that AFC North is notorious for putting up defensive matchups, especially in the middle of the season, middle to late season. They just don't want to give an inch, right? There, there's the 20 to 20 games. There's the 10 to like 17 games. You know, there's just – it's just – a real like gritty style that goes down in the AFC North. And now with Deshaun Watson in there, you know, the Cleveland Browns can go from being a strictly run first team to actually passing the ball. I'm excited about this game. I'm excited because I know that the Ravens always come hard on defense. If you, you know, didn't know that, you know, just look at why they address this defense in the draft. Kyle Hamilton. He is coming across the middle. He's going to hit somebody. Look out Amari Cooper. Look out Nick Chubb. Look out all these guys. Coming for him. I uh, always love AFC North Divisional games. And, yeah, man, this is, it's going to be an interesting one. But I want to go back to that Cincinnati-Buffalo game because you cut it off way too soon. <laughs> Week 17, that's a seeding matchup right there. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. That's a first and second. Who's getting home field advantage? Because we all know home field advantage only goes to number one now. So that could be a really good matchup, Coop. I think you brushed by that one way too fast. That's not. That no, is- I mean, you know, we, I was trying, I'm trying to time out the segments. And since you didn't have much studying done, I could tell I didn't want to hard too much. No, me. no but yeah, no, exactly right. But that's a, the brilliance of the NFL schedule this year was to put that late in the season for that very reason that you just mentioned. Because now you you can't just sit here and sit nobody because you both got something to play for um, right now. So I love that. Uh, so good point with that as well. All right, let's go on to some other good matchups for this year. Um, how about in week 10? This could mean something. We just talked about the NFC not being very loaded. Cowboys at Packers could be a decent matchup. For the NFC, I mean, I know you're being you know. I mean, I think there's always when you when you look up these games. Maybe I have an East Coast bias, you have the West Coast bias, maybe. But I'm just looking at these games. I mean, you know, I, the Niners don't excite me. I'm just being honest. But the Cowboys at Packers again in the NFC. But listen, let me give the let me go back to that though. I've seen the what Niners. excites you. <laughs> <laughs> let me go back though. The Niners though. I gave no respect to, and last year they, I definitely earned my respect. They played good, good yeah. football, good team football, 
Debo Samuel, the man. For, yeah, absolutely. So I'll be throwing that out there real quick. All right, but anyway, NFC matchup. We just talked about it being low. Don't mind seeing Cowboys at Packers at all. I think this is yeah. going to be a good one. Could be, you know, something for later on implications as well. Hey, how about this matchup? You want to go Niners? Let's go Niners. I'm going to go Niners for you. I got a better matchup than what you're bringing. Week 14, the Bucks come to San Francisco. Ooh, yeah. like that. Now that's something that could be for playoff implications. Talk about that matchup. Well, we have the fifth hardest schedule um, as far as strength the schedule goes from last year. Uh, and that means that we're going to be playing a lot of great teams. Um, you know, we've got, I believe, the AFC, or the NFC South and the AFC West. Um, so, you know, we're going to be playing the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Bucks, uh, the Panthers, the Saints. You know, we're going to be playing some good, like, defensive teams and some good, you know, offensive teams. So I'm looking at this season, and I'm wishing I was in San Francisco still because I'm like, I wish I could be, like, getting all these tickets. Like you just said, that Bucks game, I would be all over that Bucks game if I still lived in the Bay Area right now because I – how do you pass up the opportunity to see Tom Brady play and then get sacked by Nick Bosa? I, I can't pass up that opportunity, right? <laughs> right. I, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, Absolutely. I mean, again, that's a huge matchup, too, later on. We talked about the NFC not being all that stacked this year. Niners certainly had a great um, run last year, especially in the playoffs. Um, so who knows what who's going to emerge this, and, this year. Out the and NFC. the one division in the NFC that has gotten consistent, if not a little bit better, has been the West. I mean, Seattle's dropped off, but Arizona reloaded with Marquise Brown, you know, the Rams reloaded with Allen Robinson, and the 49ers have kind of stayed in that stagnant area, but they have really good coaching to kind of keep them going. So if there's one division there that keeps them afloat as far as the NFC, it's the West. Yeah, no, we, you know, and we talked about that prior, um, you know, prior to going on break that the West, I mean, it's going to be next year's NFL is going to be how the West is won. Um, look at the yeah. AFC West, look at the NFC West, really stacked divisions right now. So, Got to like that going forward and, you know, that storyline going into the NFL season. And, again, I know you don't want to talk about NFL schedule of fantasy, but matchups uh, matter, especially, you know, when you're going down the stretch in the playoffs. So, again, juicy matchups as you look at it uh, for those potential fantasy prospects. So, got to take a look at that. So, listen, let's be real. I got to hit the break. I don't know if our guest stood us up or not. Because I don't see him in. So we're going to hit the break. Oh, I guess he is in. So we're going to hit the break right now. We come back. Legendary coach Mike Westoff in the building. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season 
What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above because it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by legendary coach Mike Westoff, sir. Welcome into our studio. Oh, thanks. Thank you. We're happy to have you, um, you know, coming in with his new book that's coming out, Figure It Out. Um, let's start there, Coach. Talk about your inspiration to write a book now about your legendary uh, career and life. I'm not sure, I'm sure it's legendary, that's for sure. Um, the book, I always thought that I would like to tell that story. It's just, it was an interesting story. Of, um, you know, in my life, dealing with the guys that I dealt with on the National Football League, this isn't the $160 million quarterback. It's the kid that came out of nowhere that maybe no one knew. Maybe no one wanted. Uh, was undersized, whatever. And I always identified myself that sense of way. And um, I found a way when I first got started, kind of fortuitously, as a special teams coach, very much by accident. Uh, 1982 with Frank Bush and Baltimore Post. All of a sudden, I, I get thrust into another role. I knew nothing about it, zero. But what I found out very quickly is that at that time, there was almost zero innovation, almost nothing. And there were absolutely zero regulation. So I keep kind of trying to think. I started a way, I developed a philosophy, and it, it worked. I got kids that started to fit into it. The next thing you know, it became a viable contributing part of the football club. And it gave guys a chance, kind of our way, and it sort of sprouted. And, and it went from non-plausible positions to one of permanence. It has since, you know, kind of diluted back, and it's not the same. There's just not as many plays. And so I wanted to tell that story. I always wanted to do it, and um, I did. What well, happened a perfect time, kind of during the pandemic, <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect time, so I just started to write. And uh, I'm very proud that I did, and, and I, I think I think it's been a very good time. Awesome. We're excited. I did order a copy. However, it hasn't come yet, so I wanted to have it read prior to where we could talk about it. That's uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you have <laughs> I did. To, uh, it's not out yet, so if you order it like, through Amazon or Barnes & Noble, it doesn't come out for five months. But you can order it right now, today, through the publisher, which is Mascot, M-A-S-C-O-T, Mascot Books. Put in the title, figure it out, and it'll deliver to your house in a couple days. Listen, you type in Mascot, and then you, you figure it out, right? It's That's, that's the right. book, and that's when we figure it out. Absolutely. Uh, Coach right. Westhoff, I'd be aphorous to mention my my mom and my father were also cancer survivors as well. So um, just wanted to give you uh, props for that. I know that's a huge challenge uh, for anyone to go through. So um, wanted to give you props on that. And just if you will, maybe just expand on that experience in your life. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, I went through anything terribly more unusual than so what so many have people have already had to do, have done so, uh, have struggled with. Um, I was 40 years old. I was coaching with the Miami Dolphins. And I, 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 I had a problem with my leg. My leg got sore. And every, you know, they, they thought it was a uh, 
from something from my back, which it wasn't. I had a back surgery, which I frankly didn't need. And uh, it, that, that, you have to read the book to find out all about that. But uh, make a long story short, I discovered that I had a bone tumor in my left femur. Fortunately, I got to the very best medical places I could go. I was in Massachusetts General Hospital. The guy that invented the surgery I had, an allograft surgery, Dr. Henry Lincoln, and, and it worked wonderful. Now, I kept breaking the graft. Uh, I ended up in, in New York when I was with the Jets, Sloan up at, uh, at Memorial Sloan Kettering, which is one of the great places in the world. Those of you that are from New York, trust me, you're in the best hands ever. And uh, Dr. John Healy, and, um, and I've had a number of very radical surgeries, but it worked. Like many patients, I, I went through chemotherapy. I, I did all of it, and uh, that's 30-some years ago, and, and I'm doing just great. So I'm, I'm very, very fortunate the way things went. I think the key thing is, is that you always keep looking ahead. I didn't let it define me. I, you know, I had those surgeries. I had to walk with a leg brace. I don't any longer. I, uh, I used a cane. I didn't care. I didn't care. I, I, I said, I'm, I'm not going to let this define who I am. I, I'm, I'm going to coach. I'm not going to let it bother me. So I didn't. I think I, I handled that pretty well. But that's one of the things I believe that anyone has to try to do if you can. Yeah, so my, and again, God bless you for go, going through that. Again, huge experience for anyone, and anyone can look to your experience uh, for motivation to get through that. Now, my co-host has some questions for you, but before, I'm going to steal one from him real quick, because on my show, we call the Miami Dolphins America's team. That's that's our team here, uh, my team anyway. I just <laughs> wanted to ask really quickly, what it was like to coach with legendary coach Don Shula. It, it was, it, it was, um, first of all, it was not necessarily for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard, he, so I've heard. Because <laughs> he was tough. He was tough. Um, it was a learning experience like none other. And he was a brilliant, as I referred to him, and I referred to him in my book this way, he wasn't necessarily the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He was the head coach of the National Football League. <laughs> he ran the whole thing. There's nothing that didn't go through the boss. You know, permanent member of the competition committee. I mean, he was involved in every single aspect. He was a, a, a extremely brilliant coach. You know, he, he he could walk into any meeting room and discuss everything that they anybody was doing. He could do it. Not many people can do that. Very few. Only person I've I've been around that could do it was him. Um, and he, he, he studied. He never stopped studying. He always was learning. And, and I, I gave many examples of it. And he just it never it never stopped with him. It's just the way he lived his life. He always was looking to do things the right way, but with some elegance. He, he didn't like to cheat. He didn't like people that cheated. Trust me, I, I've heard him. I can give you some examples. Wow, he got after them pretty hard. Um, <laughs> And we did it the right way. He believed in that. There was an integrity to what he did. Um, he knew the rules. He believed in doing it the correct way. He made us teach it that way. But we were going to be, you know, we, we were going to be a disciplined, uh, hardworking, but a football team that knew what the game meant. And he did everything. You know, he called plays. You know, we had a great offense with Marino, Duper, Clayton, those guys. He, Coach Shula, he, he called plays from the sideline from the sideline with no script. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. No script. Try that. <laughs> he, memor- he memorized the whole thing. Right. He could do that. And he conduct he can he called all the timeouts. He conducted clock management. He did all that. And he still had enough to, you know, make sure I was doing the right thing. So it was an extremely honor to work with them and for him. And I many times in my book I referred to the guys that played for me as being my guys. I used that as something of, of great of great meaning to me. I know for sure I was one of his guys, and I'm very, very proud of that. I'm very proud of it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Um, it's funny that you brought that last point up because, as you said, he was on the rules committee. All the thing I'm thinking in my head was, yeah, but he couldn't make us a rule to get us a dang went Super Bowl. <laughs> so the integrity part, as you mentioned, that's what was important to him, and that's great to hear. Justin, what else you got for Coach? Uh, first off, Coach Westoff, it's a pleasure. Um, oh, legendary you. special teams coach. Uh, uh, it's great to talk to you. I wanted to ask you a couple questions about sure. your early career and how it transitioned into your pro career. Because I saw that you were mostly an offensive line tight ends coach going into the pros and even spent your first stint with the Colts as kind of like a jack of all trades. You did the line, you did the tight end, and you did the special teams. Um, I just kind of wanted to like see what was, you know, the the process. Did you um, just decide one day that was, you know, too much and you just wanted to focus on one to be really great at that? Or were you asked to be just the special teams coach when you got to Miami? Because it seemed like you had a, a long history of being, you know, a jack of all trades, an offensive line and tight ends coach it, as well. It, it, it's, it kind of developed that way. Uh, as a player, I, I started off playing in college as an outside linebacker. And then uh, eventually when they kind of went to kind of a small ball, uh, I moved me to center and I actually played it very well. It was a different game played back then, but it was different and I, and I did it well. When I went to college for graduate school. Um, I coached in high school for a while. I coached offense and defense. And then when I got into college as a graduate assistant at Indiana University, I was coaching defense. I was the young guys that weren't playing on the varsity. I was the defensive coordinator with those guys. So it was fun for me. I enjoyed that. And then, then when I got one of my first college jobs, it was as an offensive line coach. And I, then, when I, then I was a defensive linebacker coach in college for a while. Then I went back to offense. All right, now I get in the NFL. When Frank Cush hired me, I was, believe it or not, I was the strength coach. Don't ask me how, but I got the job. I coached the tight ends. Okay, I was assistant offensive line coach. I was Frank's assistant. Then, kind of crazy was I took over special teams. 
you know, he was going to fire this guy. I talked him out of firing him, told him I'd take that part of it, and I did. And now here I am with this job, of which I knew nothing. I, I didn't the notebook I was using his, it should have come with crayons, the notebook he had, was the worst thing I ever saw. And I had to learn. So I started from scratch. I developed a philosophy and went on, da 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 da. And when I was hired with the Miami Dolphins, I was a tight ends coach. I helped at the offensive line because our line coach had gotten a little bit older and had some health issues. And there were times when I coached the offensive line at Miami. And then I was, Coach Shula and I coached the special teams. But don't forget, Back then, you know, we had seven or eight guys. I was over at Miami yesterday with the Miami Dolphins. They have 29. Right. I don't even know where they had a staff meeting. They must have to go to the auditorium. (laughs) It's just so different. You know, we had small groups that everybody had to kind of chip in and do a little something of everything. And then as things began to develop, and I developed as a special teams coach, I, I kind of got more focused into that. And then finally, after Coach Shula retired, is when I, when Jimmy Johnson came in, then I just coached special teams. And then that became a coordinator's position. I think I helped, I think I helped make it one. I think I made it, but I'm not allowed to say that, but I, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, that's how it worked. And then, then it just molded itself into that. And then we did so many things. And, you know, there were so many roles and jobs that came with that. You know, I was very much involved with officiating. I hired our officials. And along with that, clock management, timeouts, et cetera, et cetera, I got very involved with that. I had to a little bit at Miami. Um, Herman wasn't exactly well-versed in those things. He did some other things well, not that. He really wasn't prepared. So I kind of had to help a little bit with that. So the job manifested itself and grew. And I had to, and I had to kind of grow with it. And that's how... It, it, it went that way, and then I did that all the way till the end of my career. Justin, you could say he had to figure it out. Yes, that's correct. I had to figure it out. <laughs> um, Coach, I got I got another – I got questions for days. No, you go right ahead, please. Um, so, you know, you were talking about Shula, and he was obviously, you know, a really strict coach that had it, you know, down to a science. Then you go to New Orleans – I believe, was it four or five years after your last stint with the Jets? And you go into Sean Payton, where Sean Payton is kind of seen as kind of one of those coaches that he has it all kind of figured out. He's kind of sort of a genius type of coach. Just kind of tell us the transition between going to from like a Rex Ryan Jets to a Sean Payton Saints. It's interesting. They're all different. Everybody's different. I work for. I mean, after I was with Jimmy Johnson – I firmly believed I should have been the head coach at the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just – it was, and I know I could have done that. And I went to the Jets, and, and I had a good run there. It was 12 years for – you know, first 10 years, we were really pretty good. We were a good football team. We were in the playoffs a lot. Uh, we had a lot of good guys. We, had, we inherited a pretty good team that, uh, you know, Bill, Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick left. And we, we were pretty good. So that was fun. Then I was out. I had had enough, and I retired. I enjoyed working with the media. I did a radio show with ESPN and the, and the, and the SMY television doing the Jets. I really, I enjoyed it. I was out for five years and I got a call from New Orleans. I did not know one person in the building. I never met Sean Payton. I knew he was, but I never met him. And they said they thought they had a really good team, but they had just lost 
kind of confidence in what their special teams were doing. And he, he, so he, I went there. I said, okay, I'll do it. And, and I went in, and at first, you know, I thought I, I, I bit off way more than I could chew because we weren't very good. But um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. When I, when I went there, they were, ranked, they were 31st in the NFL. When I left, we were first. So that, that ended up working pretty good. Sean Payton, Sean Payton is the best on-the-field teacher that I ever saw in my 32 years in the NFL. Mm. He is a really good football coach. He can teach that offense. Like no, now, of course, you know it, it helps when you got a Drew Brees. Don't get me wrong, but Sean Payton really knows how to do it. He's an excellent coach. So for me, it was a lot of fun. It was a very good team. It, you know, unfortunately, you know, we lost those two crazy games: or the Minnesota crazy game, and then the non-call against the Rams. Or we would have gone to two Super Bowls. We were a very good football team, and so. To be with him, I very much enjoyed it. He, um, I, I like his schedule, the way he did things, the way he treats players. Sean Payton gets it. He's got he's got the discipline, but it's smart, and he does things exceptionally well. And the New Orleans Saints, I sort of feel they're like the they're like the best kept secret in the league. And a lot of they got a small market. You don't hear as much about them as you do with the big cities, but they do a lot of things exceptionally, exceptionally well. So. It was a. It ended up being one of the, one of my favorite times as a coach. High praise from Coach Westoff, indeed, and they deserve it. Believe me, they deserve it. Yes, sir. Um, I do have one comment <clears throat> off something you said. I do yeah. totally agree with your statement about you coaching the Dolphins back then. I will never forget. I was at the Dolphins draft party, and when Jimmy was coach. And I was clamoring as a young man, just was in the military, in the Marine Corps, draft Randy Moss for Danny to go out with. Danny throws the deep ball. Give him Randy Moss. He drafts John Avery. What? What? I don't even know where he went or what he did. I was so upset. I always, I I always look back at that time, like, oh, what could have been? What could have been? Uh, So you can. That's always the case. Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you it'd be hard to get anyone you gave for the gave to Dan. That's that's be worthwhile doing because Dan was somebody worth getting somebody to because he was the real deal. Absolutely, absolutely. I have uh, one uh, one last final question for you, Coach. This is oh, you do okay. Ahead, well, all right, go ahead, Jesse. Go ahead with yours, and uh, we'll close it out. Uh, it might be the same one. I think yeah. we probably think of the same question. So you got to be around. Two legendary quarterbacks, like absolute legends, right? You got to be around Dan Marino when he was in his prime, when he was winning MVPs, and you got to be around Drew Brees when he was kind of hitting his last stride. Which was, I mean, I'm not going to say which one was better, but which one was kind of just the more the, I don't don't even know the word I'm kind of trying to get out here, like more like the more complete leader you can tell right away, like when you're getting in, you know, he was in first. He, he was. He wants in you to say who's better. This is go ahead. Yeah, I You've got different. You've got different people. You've got different different abilities. They're they're just different. You know, Drew was Drew was a very very cerebral player and did a lot of things exceptionally well. Uh, worked very very hard. But I'm a personal big Dan Marino fan. I just am. I mean, I would argue, and I and I know I cannot win this argument. But because of the fact that Dan didn't win the Super Bowl, 
but Dan could have taken 25 teams to the Super Bowl. Dan Marino, in my opinion, this is just me, I, I, would, I would not take anyone over Dan Marino. No one. I would not take anybody. I mean, I watched how hard – I wrote a lot about it. In fact, I was with him yesterday for a long time. We were together for a long time. Um, he really worked hard. He worked, he worked way – you know, everybody knows that, you know, that great quick release he had. You, know, how he, you have no idea how he practiced that. He worked at that. And Dan Marino had a sign in his locker. Okay, I'll tell you, it's just part of the book, but I, I'll put it, I'll give it to you. He had a sign in his locker. He said, I'm going to practice every day and play every play. And until I'll practice every day and play every play. And until he tore his Achilles up in Buffalo, he never missed a practice or a play. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. I never saw anything like it. I mean, he was the Iron Man. He worked hard. And he was, you know, he, he, he believed that he used to talk about, you can't defend the perfect pass. If I throw it, I don't care who you've got out there. If I give you the perfect pass, they can't stop it. And he tried every single day to do that. Every day. That's all he did. He worked at it. So I was a part of it. And I loved being a part of it. It was really fun to be in the meetings with them, you know, to practice with them. And I helped them in some of the things that he did. You'll, you'll have to read about that. But it was special. So me, I'm a Dan Marino guy. I loved what he did. You know, he, when he when he went out on the field, he just believed. We're, okay, well, let's go, guys. You know, he told Coach Shula, "I'm going to throw it." And he was his lookout. Here we go. It was so much fun to be around to watch him to watch him practice. Um, it, it was just a thrill. So I, 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 I won't take anybody over Dan Marino. I just will not. Well, Coach, let me just start out by saying it's not only you. I'll just say that off the jump. But yeah, listen, Dan Marino. I want to thank you and Coach Shula and Dan Marino. You guys, you all of you, made me a football junkie as a little kid. I knew as a little man that no matter what happened in our game, we were still in it because of that man, Dan Marino. I, I mean, I could tell you countless games. But I just remember one being like at my dad's like buddy's house. It was in Seattle. It's up in Seattle. Cortez Kennedy comes and knocks him out. We're down. I see him on the sideline with the smelling salts. Comes in, wins the because that was damn Marino. That was the man. So thank you for making uh, my childhood special, sir. I really, really do That's great to talk about. Absolutely. Ah, right, one final question. This was my final sure. question. Of course. Give me your team that you like coming up this season. Give me the team that you like and, and give me, you know, give me why. Why you like them? That, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't study everybody like I used to. But I'll, I'll tell you what, just a little bit that I think I know. And I, and I don't profess to know everything. Um, I like that in the AFC, I'll, I'll just give you real quick. And I'll give you three. In the AFC, I, I, I think from what I saw last year, uh, the Buffalo Bills are really pretty doggone good. They're going to be tough to beat. They're right there. And I love Cincinnati with the quarterback. I think those two teams are, are, are really pretty pretty doggone good. But it's going to be hard for me. I've got a good friend that works there, actually. Um, if I had to pick somebody, I, I, have, I think I'm going to go with the Rams again. I just don't think they've taken too many steps back. I think I love the quarterback. You know, I think they've got you know, they've got and in today's game, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's changed. You know, you, you have to have a handful of big-time hitters to make the play. you got to have the quarterback. you got to have that key guy that protects them. you got to have that key guy that can catch it. Well, they've got that. They've got that. On the other side of the ball, you've got to have a couple – a key defender and a guy up front that can wreck the game. And guess what? They've got that. So I think when I look at what they've done, what they've lost, where they are, the schedule – I don't know. I think the Rams are going to be up the beat. I, I just think they're going to be right there again. I mean, you look, the team won the Super Bowl and, and won it, you know, won it well. It was a good football game, but they deserve to win the game. Okay. Where have they taken the big losses? I haven't seen it. They're still right there. And that's what I think makes them uh, really somebody's going to be tough to beat. And I think the type of football they play is what you need to do to play in this day and age. Yeah, the team that's a little scary out there against them is how San Francisco matches up with them. San Francisco gives them problems. Because San Francisco can run that ball and control the clock. And they can mix in their passing game and their running game, and they keep that good part of their team on the bench. And I think San Francisco is a viable option for them, but I'm still taking the Rams at the big one. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, I listen, you're, you're not wrong. They definitely have the most complete team and haven't taken a lot of steps back. And luckily for you, sir, we have the Niner insider over here. He's all excited that you mentioned uh, the San Francisco 49ers. They're, they're pretty good. Before you came on, I was really just uh, kind of talking trash on him, to be quite frank, just to, just to rouse my uh, co-host up a little bit. But anyway, regardless of all that, sir, it has been an absolute honor to have you in here again. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, childhood memories, just it's just all flushing back. Even when I mentioned uh, to my father, he was like, oh, my God, the Shoeless Boy is all excited. So uh, we appreciate you so much coming in. Hopefully we can have you again in soon some other time. Everyone go check out his book, Figure It Out. And listen, it's it's self-explanatory. You need to figure it out. It's not out yet. I think, and you were a little, I couldn't hear you uh, in the beginning. I think you said July 12th is when the release okay, Yeah, the, the book will come out anywhere July 12th. But you can order it right now through the publisher, Mascot Books. Mascot Books, and you can put in the, the title of the book, figure it out, and it'll deliver to your house in a couple of days. So most people now have bought it through the publisher. It's a good price on it. I I think I, I'm very, very proud of the story, and um, I think you'll enjoy it. And I, I told you, if you don't like it, call me. I'll give your money back. <laughs> don't worry. I'll beat, I'll beat that up. I'll beep that part out, Coach Westoff. You don't have to. No, but listen, I, after we've sat here and listened to all your great stories, I mean, I'm excited to read it, quite frankly, especially with, uh, stuff with Danny and Shula. I mean, I'm super excited. So once again, uh, we appreciate you having you in studio, sir. Okay, great. Well, when it gets close to July 12th, bring me back and we'll talk about everything. I'd be All right. I'd, I'd be happy to do it anytime. Please I'm going hey. to hold you to that, sir. Please do it. <laughs> All yes, right. Sir. Sounds good. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about our early QB rankings. Again, Coach Westoff, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Coach. Okay. 
All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, night, sir. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible twin You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter, and give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget tssfantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. So poor timing on my end where I have Coach West. Well, I, I have wanted more of that. Well, hold <laughs> on. I have, I have Coach Westoff in. And then I have my friend Greg standing on my friend Jose telling him how he ain't ever going to be shit. So I (laughs) – maybe poor timing on my commercial choice is what I meant. All right, we got to get into it. Great interview with Coach Westoff, man. I really enjoyed that, and I'm really going to hold him to that. He will be back in our studio. Let's get to our rankings. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, SpongeBob might be ready. I don't know about us anyway, but yeah, go to our website, tssfantasy.com. Check out our early QB rankings. We got some good stuff coming up. I'm going to kick it to my boy, Justin, first. Give me someone you really, really like the season in fantasy. QB. Uh, so one guy I absolutely love this year in fantasy is Zach Wilson. I think he has the opportunity. I know, I know you don't like that because he's AFC East. He's going to run wild all over the Dolphins. Ooh, who said that? Who said that? What? What? Xavier Howard? <laughs> no, I mean, regardless if he gets beat twice this year by the Dolphins, I think he's still going to have a great season. I mean, this guy is loaded with weapons. It's to a point now where I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm like, it's shit or get off the pot. And he's got the talent to go for it. He's got the big arm. He's got the, you know, he's got two receivers that can be interchangeable as far as whether they're going to be the deep ball receiver or they're going to be the slot receiver. Last year, Elijah Moore handled mostly the slot, you know, role. So he was like 19% in the slot last year. He sees that a little bit more. Maybe Zach Wilson dumps it off to him a little bit more. Garrett Wilson over into the end zone. This guy's just got, I mean, Coop, he's got a ton of talent. 
Last year was not an indictment on anything. I mean, literally, you can't hold a rookie year to anybody. I mean, not even, you know, not everybody's Justin Herbert is what I'm trying to get at. Justin Herbert had a rookie year. So I'm looking at this season. He's got two tight ends. He's got two running backs. He's got three wide receivers. He's got a revamped offensive line. If he doesn't do it this year, he's probably out. But I think he's going to be able to do it this year. All right. Well, I think maybe they'll give him another year, anyway, two year. But yeah, I agree. I mean, he's got the weapons, got the opportunity to do it. And listen, I mean, let's see what the Jets' defense is like this year. They were pretty okay last year. But you know, again, we're talking fantasy. Have a bad defense, you're going to have to have a um, offense is going to have to put up points. So it would behoove them, um, obviously. For plus, he's got to deal with Josh Allen, who's going to put up points on any. And, of course, Tua as well, but we'll get that later. All right, a QB I like a lot this year, and you can now – last year you found some gems. If you listened to us in the summer last year, you heard a name like Jamar Chase being in the top 10, 10 the season. People said I was crazy, but I was right. And Cordell Patterson, we heard that name float around. We heard a lot of names float around. Some were wrong, but, hey, you know, whatever. This is what the show's about. Number three. In my QB rankings this year, Jalen Hurts, my brother. Please watch out for Jalen Hurts this year. The addition of A.J. Brown is no joke. He is young. I don't know what the Titans were thinking. You have a young, big-time playing receiver, and you already have a young, big-time receiver that played throughout the season last year. We talked about his durability before the season he did pretty decent last year. Devonta Smith going to have another year with him as well. Um, so, again, I love – and, you again, he's going to give it to you on the ground too. The prospects of Jalen Hurts are big this year. We talked about defense eh, in Philly. Again, Jalen Hurts, big time this year. Number three right now. My, now, again, preseason, we got a lot of time. That might fluctuate a little bit, but right now I'm real high on Jalen Hurts. Uh, excuse me, Justin, give me – I was about to call you Nick. Give me someone that you don't like this year. Um, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. We got to do a champs or chomps, I guess. Um, so Jalen Hurts, I don't like him because of the reasons that a lot of people say, you know, I mean, I was big on him coming out of Oklahoma and he's great when you, you know, have garbage time. When you got that time to run out the clock and you got to, you know, get these extra touchdowns. But at the end of the day, he didn't win against a team that had a positive record last year. Um, most of his points came in the second half, which means that he's just getting garbage time points. Yeah, A.J. Brown adds something. But what does he really add to a guy who doesn't know how to make, you know, two to three reads? Like, he's just going to be looking down A.J. Brown the entire time. If A.J. Brown's doubled up or he's got a safety over the top and he makes a bad throw and then there's an interception. There's definitely potential there. For me, Jalen Hurts right now is just going for too high. I mean, he's QB7 on ECR right now in fantasy or fantasy pros. So And he's QB3 for you. I would not take him QB3. I would not take him QB3 in Dynasty. I would not take him QB3 in Best Ball. I would not take him QB3 in Redraft. If he was at QB10 or maybe 16 where I have him, I'd be all over that in Best Ball and Redraft, not in Dynasty. He would not, could not, Sam I am is what that sounded like. Sir, you are crazy. (laughs) 
I got somebody I'm not high on this year, and it's only because of age. He's got great targets. Everyone said, you know, he's still the man. But Tom Brady, sir, you have got to regress at some point. I'm over it. You're regressing. I just said it. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just playing around. All right. I actually have a sleeper, though. I want to bring out my sleeper, though. Okay. Okay. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I like that. Like Carson Wentz a lot. Like got him right now in that mid-tier, but he's got potential to get up there. You know, again, you have already got Terry Scary, Jahan Dotson, Tonio Gibson. Like what they put together there on um, improved offensive line as well. Like what they like what I see for Carson Wentz if he can put it together. Real quick, Justin, give me a sleeper. Um, my sleeper this year is going to actually be Matt Ryan. Um, I won't be taking him too much in dynasty leagues, but you know, once again, the value thing, if he's getting left behind because of age, I'm all over that. He's got Jonathan Taylor. He's got Michael Pittman. They added Alec Pierce. They have tight ends. Like he's got everything he needs. We can't forget that this guy had literally almost nothing but Kyle Pitts last year and Cordero Patterson, of course, but and no line and no line. And he's got the best offensive line ever. I mean, here's a fact for you. Carson Wentz suffered his third least uh, amount of sacks and his his least amount of sacks for a full season last year behind that Colts line. So that's impressive. Let's go put Matt Ryan behind there and watch him ball. Last time he was QB 12 was two seasons ago when he had Calvin Ridley and he had Julio Jones. Let's go give him the best running back. Give him a good wide receiver. Give him some good tight ends, and give him a promising rookie. And uh, let's fucking let's let's go. Let's make something happen. I think he can definitely finish in that top fifteen. Yeah, I totally like that. I actually have him, Wentz, and Ryan right around the same area because I both think that right now I'm in the mid tier, but both have good potential to move up. All right, we're gonna get out of here again. Come with us on Monday. We're hitting our first streets of our summer tour in Philly. Gonna want to check that out. Got our legal beagle on there. We got all the great stuff. Legal eagle. My bad. I messed that up already. Legal Make beagle. Sure, <laughs> legal beagle. Make sure to check that out on Monday. We got lots of good stuff. Check us out. TSSFantasy.com. Go hit subscribe on YouTube. You could win a Justin Jefferson jersey. We appreciate you guys. Always show it for we're out. And we are out. TSS Fantasy. Check yeah. It out. <laughs> We're on a mission on a mission on a mission on a mission on a